Indestructible Gaming. Select your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Let the battle begin. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Gaming and more. I'm Musket Shot. Alongside me is my co-host, Mr. K. Mr. K, hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Another exciting episode. This one is about a game called Kyle is Famous. Uh, the uh, developer is John Szymanski. And uh, John has developed a couple other games. I, I've looked for them on Steam. Uh, one's called Rubber, Rubber Ducky and the Rainbow Gun. Kind of a funny title. And um, another one called and, and the Rubber Ducky and Rainbow Gun. It's kind of like a, the duck is a square, yellow square, and you get to shoot different things and stuff like that. Another game called Sumo, Sumo Revise, A Tale of Excellence, where it's like, I guess it's up to eight players playing as different colored sumo wrestlers and um, the like red, yellow, green, blue, and you kind of fight it out kind of like a Probably like like a Smash Brothers type of thing. But it looks like he's also working on a... Actually, it's out as a demo right now. And um, my wife actually played it at PAX East. Didn't realize it was made by him. But it's a, game, a puppet survival horror game called My Friendly Neighborhood. And that, that one is going to be out on... It's going to be published by Dread XP. So Dread XP had that at PAX East. And, uh, and there's another game called Evil Morphs, uh, which I don't know much about on that one. But those are those are some of the games that John is working on. And I think some of those games he works on with his brother as well as developing. Publisher, though, of Kyle's famous is New Blood Interactive. And uh, some of the games they have, I've never heard of any of these. Maybe some of these sound familiar to you. Um, A Medieval, Ultra Kill, Dusk, Faith, Gloomwood. Super Galaxy Squadron, any of them sound familiar to you, Mr. K? Medieval? A medieval? Is it just medieval or is it like... A medieval, not medieval. Huh, no, I don't think I've heard of any of those. Yeah, okay. I didn't know, they didn't sound familiar to me, So, but I, I, yeah, you've played a lot of the other... Yeah, in the My Friendly Neighborhood thing you were talking about earlier, yeah, I was... We were talking about this before we started recording, and it, it is the the, uh, the same game as I was thinking about. Oh, okay, good. All right, yeah. So I looked it up, and yeah, it's the same one I was thinking of. Yeah, I think so it's, that it has gotten some popularity with it. Yeah, it, based on what I saw at PAX East from watching my wife play and some others play, it is pretty funny to watch. It's hopefully, you know, maybe that's something that we can play and do a re- review on that. Um, I know, like I said, the demo is out on Steam right now. So if you're interested in checking that out, check it out on Steam. But Kyle is Famous uh, released in 2019. We played, uh, I played a demo of it on Steam. The complete game on Steam is $15. I paid for the $5 version on the Apple iStore. So uh, depending on what you like playing on, You'll have to check to see what's available and, and go from there. And I'm sure it's probably on 
Android and other things as well. And what what did you play it on? Did you play it on your Android? I played it on the uh, the app uh, the, uh, the the Android version. Yeah, okay. Almost at Apple there. <laughs> I do not have an Apple. Yes. Okay. Um, so you want to give a quick story, a uh, brief uh, plot overview of this game? Well, Call of Famous is uh, pretty much a text adventure game where you choose your own path and you get to wacky places and discover things as you go on and, and pick things up and all those kinds of things. Um, but within this game, you have different adventures you unlock as you go. But within the first one you get, which is when you start, you have a certain amount of hours before you go to this interview you're going to do with someone on your show. And you're, you are uh, supposedly famous and you're going there for the interview. Yeah, you're um, a, you're, you host a late, Kyle hosts a late night TV interview show, right? Yeah. So you're supposed to get ready for your interview and you have a certain amount of time and each card you pick, because it's presented in cards, it takes away an hour of your time. So you start and, off at 30 hours. Yeah. And you start about 30 hours and some cards have more than one hours. Depends on what you do. Mm-hmm. And some, and they don't tell you, they, it just happens. That's what makes it more fun. Cause you explore new things and the cards are really funny. Like for example, uh, I go into the kitchen and I look at this fridge and I, and I put devour fridge and you think, you know, he'd go in there and eat, you know, everything that's in the fridge no he eats the whole fridge that's the whole ending he gets <laughs> he's like swallows the fridge and yeah he dies that way i'm pretty sure yeah yeah there's different it, it starts off the beginning with telling you how you're famous and you host a tv late night tv show and all this then it gets into the choices i mean the very first choice is get out of bed or wither and <laughs> if you wither um, I won't tell you what happens, but something happens. And if you get out of bed, then something happens. And each each time you you pick something, like Mr. K was saying, it gives you either another choice or a couple choices or a few choices. It could be two choices. It could be three or four choices. It it depends on how you play the how you play it. And um, so there's a lot of different choices. Some of them are really goofy. Some of them are sort of straightforward, but it, again, it depends on how you want to play the story. Yeah, and supposedly the game has like over 115 endings, so that's a lot of choices to make. Yeah, yeah, there's, and you can, if you do, if you you get through it all and you get to an ending and you don't like it, you can hit reset or restart from a certain point and you can play those cards from a certain point or reset things or you can go right back to the main menu and restart the whole whole game over the one good thing i like about it though is that you can once you've had like certain cards come up that are especially at the beginning of the game where it's kind of you know it's the same beginning each time you can just hit skip and skip it yeah yeah, so you don't have to spend a lot of time reading them. You can just boo boo right to the next. Yeah, because the go. game does have a lot. Sometimes it has a lot of dialogue in it because mm-hmm. it's making the world around you and it's making you choose your yeah. decision wisely or 
worst, the worst you can, I guess, depends on how you want to play it. Right. And there is, there's a lot, there's reading, but there's also uh, text narration as well from somebody yes. that narrates some of it. And sometimes they'll do the, you know, the voice of the characters and stuff like that. And then you see, you hear occasionally some sound effect type stuff as well yeah. in the game. Uh, in the gameplay uh, part of the game, um, within choosing what you want and having those hours go by, you also have a certain amount of things you need to do before you need, before you go to that interview. Um, you need to eat because if you don't eat, you will die. That's a certain thing that will happen. <laughs> it depends what you do will get a certain amount of endings. Um, but there are some things that overlap other endings. Because you absolutely mm -hmm. need to do them. Right, right. And as you do these things over and over again, you might get a certain different ending that might unlock other different playthrough things you can do that let you be other people. And I mean, like other people, it's it's just Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All of them revolve around Kyle getting a new occupation. Uh, okay, yeah. But yeah. you aren't getting that till later, but I'm not going to go into that too much because that's going to spoil your territory. Right. There is uh, on the phone app one that I had downloaded. There is another bonus story that I could play as well. And that one was called uh, Chad Shakespeare. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw that. I haven't played that one yet. Yeah, Chad Shakespeare crash. And it takes place in outer space. And I think you're a captain of a spaceship or something like that. Similar to the Kyle is famous. It has a uh, it's it's time based. So every card uh, it starts off at sixty minutes. So every card takes away you know another minute or two depending on what you choose. And again, a lot of a lot you know a lot of the reading stuff again. I don't remember if there's any real sound effects in that one. Um, I don't think there was as much as the Kyle's famous one does, but I guess there's a bunch of other different ones. There's, there's a Kyle of Santa Claus I've seen. Yep. There's Kyle Santa Claus. Uh, Kyle's a hot dog vendor. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a few different ones that they have. Have you tried any of those other ones? Yeah. I've tried a couple of them. Yeah. Not too many though. I've been trying to get like all the possible endings. So that's going to take me a while. Right. Right. So is the Kyle is Santa Claus and Kyle's a hot dog vendor? Is that all within the Kyle's famous game? Yeah. Or, oh, it is. Okay. So I don't yeah, know. So, maybe I just haven't. Maybe I just didn't. Yeah. So once you uh, once you unlock them, you just uh, you know how it says uh, you know Stanley like decided whether or not he stays in better withers. Yeah. It'll become like that. It was like Stanley would. Take on an occupation as a hot dog vendor, or oh, okay, we gotcha. just say it there and you'd pick it. Okay, okay, so then there's other. Okay, maybe I just didn't. Maybe only try that once on that that part, and I was like, oh, they're gonna it's gonna happen the same thing again. Yeah, sometimes yeah, I think you have to play some of them a couple yeah, times in a the, row. Just yeah, to, those playthrough; those are pretty difficult to find sometimes. Yeah, yeah, so. I, you have to really play around it. Sometimes I think you just got to play them over and over again to just see if it gives you the same endings or if the story changes. 
I, I know a lot of times I came up with some of the same endings or same a story was going in the same way. So I kind of just went through with it and then, all right, well, I got the same ending or this is the same story. So, you know, I always went back to different cards and selected different things, but maybe I just didn't get the right ones on the, on that one. Cause I was, I was wondering what the, what the Kyle of Santa Claus and Kyle's a hot dog gun there. I was like, are those separate games or is that within this? And I'm just not coming across it, but okay. That makes sense. I mean, the music, uh, the music was pretty good. I, I remember there, uh, was there music? Yeah. Um, if there is, it it's was very more like, little. It, it was more like, uh, it interacted with what was going on. Yeah. I think. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit. I, I did. I played it with both the volume on and off. The first, I think the first couple times I played it with it off, I really wasn't expecting like music or voice narration. And then when I had it, the volume on, I was kind of surprised that there was voice narration because I thought it was just strictly text-based game and that, then I was going to just have to do all the reading and stuff like that. So I was kind of surprised when there was narration. So those, you know, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. The, the, I thought the narration added to the game. It made it a lot more funny. Yes. Yeah. Cause really good narration. Yeah. Cause the way the person does it and reads it and stuff like that is pretty funny. The game, like I said, it's, I don't know how much it is on Android. It may be the same price as I, I, on Apple iStore. It's been a while. Yeah. I've had it for a long time. But on Steam, it's uh, $15. So anything else that we want to talk about on this game? It's a it's pretty quick game. You can You can probably play this game multiple times. And I think. Probably 30, yeah, 30 minutes first, if you read fast or if there isn't much. When I first it. got this, I played it for at least like maybe four hours without stopping because I was so invested in the, the different endings. <laughs> what else could I possibly do? Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely kills some time for you if you've been looking for it. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it definitely is a fun game. It's very creative and some of the choices. Some of them, like I said, you know, did, you might only have like one real sort of normal choice the rest of them are sort of the other choices you have to make are kind of really oddball strange choices but they're it's it's it makes it pretty funny to play the game do you have anything else that you want to add to this um no i mean uh, i mean if you're looking for a fun text adventure game that's uh that reads to you it's mm-hmm. very fun to play, and I think anyone that, ha- that likes humorous kinds of games like that, along the lines of like Stanley Parable or mm-hmm. or something like that, and I feel like would definitely enjoy it. Yeah, um, I'd probably give it. I think it maybe like a what good an eight point five out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a. Um, I rate it a seven, um, just because I I like text based adventures and I like choose your own adventure type stuff, but they're getting a lot of the same endings and other stuff kind of was at times a little boring to me. Um, And then the big thing is the price. I'm not sure if I, you know, maybe if it were a little bit cheaper on steam, I'd buy it on steam, but 
for fifteen dollars yeah. on Steam. That seems a lot, seems kind of pricey for. Yeah, I agree. I think it should be like maybe ten or something like that. Not 15. yeah, I, yeah. I was like, oh, when no, I saw that. I was so like, much. for fifteen dollars, I better get a lot out of that. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that was really. If you really wanted to play yeah. something, just play AI Dungeon on your phone. That's a free text yeah. entry game. You only yeah. pay fifteen dollars for this. Yeah, it, so. it's a good game. Don't get me wrong, but. It, but AI Dungeon is free on your phone and it's procedurally based. So you can create your own story or go off your own story. And mm-hmm. like I said, it's free. You don't have to pay $15 for it. And it's traditional. It's not based on the QR, little QR cards, not QR cards, uh, um, just regular cards. And yeah, just go play that if you want to play a true text adventure. But this is also pretty good. Right. It should not be $15. I right. agree. Yeah. So that's uh, that's our ratings and review on Kyle is famous. So that Kyle is famous, and now on to another game that we played. Uh, and this is a game that we actually was contacted about from a developer. It's called Dragon Saddle Melee, and it's developed and published by Main Tank Software. And this came out in January 2022, and it's on Steam right now. I don't know if it's going to be on any other consoles or anything like that yet. They do have another game out, and I didn't get a chance to try it yet, but it's called Hexarchy, and it's a turn-based deck-building game. But yeah, I may try that one out as well. But uh, Dragon and Saddle Melee... Like I said, just came out in January and played it on Steam. So I'll I'll let uh, Mr. K just tell you a brief overview of what this game is about. Well, it's uh, if you ever played that arcade game Joust, that's essentially it. You go around screen battling opponents on these dragons instead of the uh, the iconic, what would you say, ostriches that were? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, yeah. That's like the easiest way to call them space yeah. ostriches. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much that game. If yeah. you enjoyed Joust, I'm sure you'd enjoy this game because it's along the similar lines. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Except it's... sometimes you get a gun. Yeah. Whereas Joust, it was just pretty much, uh, um, what do you call it? Those uh, jousting poles there, <laughs> whatever they're called. I'm not. Not up on my jousting um, words there, but uh, yeah, the, you basically you fly on a. Was your dragon green when you played? Do you remember? I think I think mine was blue. Blue. But okay, I'm wondering if it ju- it depends on. I think it's just random each time. I could yeah. be wrong. I think each time I played my my dragon was green, and then they have like like red dragons that are like computer AI type controlled dragons. And then, then there's other players because you can play either solo, which I did that just for practice purposes and stuff like that. But then I played online with other, other people online. And I think all their dragons were like blue or something like that. Yeah. And it has like their name above them. So you, you know, if they're an online player. Yeah, so uh, the aesthetics is pretty much like um, 
speaking of colors, the aesthetics is kind of like uh, I would I would say like the eighties. What, what's it called? Uh, it's a certain type of genre. Uh, it's like all wiring and all like robotic uh, uh, synth wave. That's the word. Oh, okay. It's yep. all synth wave. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the aesthetic you're going for. Kind of like uh, if you ever played Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Kind of like that. But yeah, it's pretty much like that. I like Joust. And uh, you guys start with, I think, what was it? Five lives, I think. Yep. Five or six. Five lives, yep. Five lives, and you go down to zero. I don't know if it was me, if it was the game or me. But I remember one match I played online, and it got to the point where I was just by myself. Yep. I don't know. It didn't say I won or anything. I was just kind of there in in limbo. I don't know if everyone left or if I won. No, I you, was very unsure. Yeah, you probably you probably did win because that happened to me a couple of times too, where. I was the only one on the board playing. And then once I finally died, like uh, there was like a leaderboard and I was at the top of the leaderboard. So yeah, you probably, you probably did, you know, survive and were the winner of the, of the round. Like each there, I think a lot of the rounds are timed, like maybe a couple minutes long and then the board sort of changes. So it becomes, you know, there's different yeah, it, different weight, yeah. you know, different things on the boards that it happen. It changes up what things you do each time as well. Like right. one would say uh, survive or one would say claim claim the platforms for lives or yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Well, and the music is also synth wave-esque. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of, some of the, like one of the uh, rounds was like stay off the, the heated platforms so all the platforms are like red hot so if you land on one of the platforms you die type of thing so yeah it's it's pretty cool it has a lot of different uh weapons that you can be that can be used there's like a bow and arrow there's a gun there's some kind of crossbow yeah there's like a fire or steam type thing that you can use and then to kill the enemies and the other players you similar to joust you land on top of them so you have to you have to be just above them and hit them you can hit each other face you know head to head and you just bounce off each other to kind of like in joust you can also just shoot them dead that's also a thing that you right can do. yeah if you have the weapons you can just shoot them which is um you can do that and then the weapons will run out depends on how much ammo yeah and the weapons seem to have a. Uh... A, uh, a little bit of time before they can be fired again because you can't just spam that button and shoot repeatedly. Right. Trust me, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you if you die, it's usually because you've an enemy or somebody's hit you from above, or you've flown up into somebody or something like that. So you can. It's the game is easy to control. I mean, the care gameplay is pretty easy. You you're just hitting like an A button and your your dragon is flying up in the air and you're controlling the you know the dragon left, right, up and down. The the hard part is sometimes where you're you're going up and then all of a sudden somebody comes like flying right above you. It's it's pretty hard to stop sometimes your momentum. So you end up um you can easily get yourself knocked out pretty quickly a couple times if you're not careful. You have to sort of play it 
played pretty well, you know, just trying to avoid everybody. And early on, I usually, I usually start like trying to be up all the way up to the top and then sort of at the beginning when it, when the, when it uh, starts and sort of work my way down and bounce around from there. Does, uh, does this game have in, can you invite your friends in this? I don't think I've ever, um, I didn't see anything of it. I, I just wanted to I, make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, I didn't see that either. And but so um, I was hoping, like you know, because I wanted to see if I can maybe invite you, and then we could, you know, right, go into a match together. But I didn't see that. But yeah, I I didn't either. I don't know if that had that or not. Um, it might. If not, then hopefully that's something that they do add in there i know uh, when maybe, I, maybe when, I just missed it if it's there but yeah i and i i might have missed it too i didn't see that i each time when i played online i would i just click play and then i was brought into like one of the the uh, game boards and then people started coming in and the the, the different ai bots started appearing and at the beginning, you kind of there's like a countdown clock, so you have a lot of time to just kind of float around, do stuff. There's like these big, sometimes there's these big round like electronic looking balls that you can bounce around and knock around all over the place, and you can get knocked around and and knocked out like as many times as you want. You don't lose any lose any lives until the clock hits zero and the real game starts. Then it then it all then you have to be careful, but. But like I said, it seems pretty easy to play, and it and the rounds can go pretty quick. And if you die and everybody's still in there, you can sort of watch the other players play by just hitting a button and flipping around from player to player, so you can see how they're see how they're doing. So that's I think pretty much most of the game, right? I mean, we I don't know if we're missing anything on it. No, we pretty much there's not really much to talk about for this game. It's a decently small game. I don't, do you want to rate it with zero to uh, zero? To, I mean, that's zero to five, one to five, or yeah, we could do. Um, it doesn't matter. One to, whatever one you rate, I'll. I'll is I, want, I don't know. I feel like one to five is a pretty fair thing for this game. Okay, because it's decently small. Yeah. So uh, I'll let you go first. I want to hear what you have to say. Okay. Well, I I like the game a lot. Like, I I used to own Joust on my Atari twenty six hundred years ago, and I used to play it in the arcade. So this game brought back some memories for me and the game, the gameplay was very familiar to me. So once I started, once I did the, the sort of the practice round, I felt pretty comfortable with just jumping into playing. And uh, I, I had fun playing against other people. I don't know if any of them were any of the developers of the game. Who knows? That may, maybe, maybe, or maybe not. But it, it was, it seems like it's a lot of fun to me. And it, it's just, to me, it's like, you know, you can go on there for 15, 20 minutes, a half an hour and play a few rounds and jump off and, and, and just have some fun. I, I, for me, I think I, you know, rating it wise from one to five, I'd rate it a four out of five. I like the gameplay. It's easy. Uh, I like I like the fact that there's other weapons too, unlike in Joust, and, and there might have been stuff in Joust too. Weapons I, I that I maybe I'm not remembering, but like in this no, game, this game, you, in this game, there's like little, like when you cre- kill some of the bots, they'll drop like 
a box or a weapon or something like that. So I, I can't, I don't remember there being, I remember there being little eggs in joust that would drop when you killed certain and killed your opponents. And I trying to remember if that created a weapon or gave you a weapon. I, uh, I wish I would have checked it before we had this started doing this podcast. I just didn't think about it to just now, but I, yeah. So anyways, I like this game. I'd rate it a four out of five. Yeah. Um, I, I, I never really grew up with joust. So it's not, it's not that like, not that I don't like the game. I guess I, it has a lot, it's a lot smoother than joust. Trust me. It just felt like you were on ice, in my opinion, and yeah, it was very hard to land or anything. In this game they made it a lot more easier, which I do very, very much appreciate. But I was a huge fan of Joust in the first place, so coming into this game, you already had me off at like a bad spot. But I did like the aesthetics a lot, and I do like dragons, so <laughs> that's a plus. I do think this game. It's fun, yes, but I do think this game has a lot more potential than what it's given. I feel like there could be more items, more different things that you could do. Uh, maybe maybe a bigger map or something like that, or different maps of different kinds or different obstacles or something like that. Uh, for me, it, it, I don't know, it needs something because once I'm done with everything, I don't feel accomplished after doing that in the game. The game is fun, but it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Because mm-hmm. Musket Shot rated out of four out of five. So it's probably just me. I mean, I played a lot of games. So, I mean, maybe it's just the fact that I'm used to having more things in games and coming to this, which is an indie game, I maybe I somehow expect more. Mm-hmm. But, but I played a lot of indie games too. So, uh that's my opinion. You get you guys do what you want. Definitely check the game out. If you guys like Joust or any, you know, any classic type games, check it out. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to have to give it a three out of five. Okay. All right. Nothing wrong with that. That's fine. So those are our two games for this episode. So our next episode we'll we'll do another two games actually um because sometimes some some of the games are sort of short or not as involved as other games that we play so sometimes it's nice to be able to do a couple of games so our next episode we'll do slay the spire so if you've ever heard of that or seen that one we'll be playing that and doing a review on that and then also Century Age of Ashes, is that correct? Is that do I have yep. the title right? Yeah, okay. you got it. Yeah, Century Age of Ashes, you got it. So another uh, game with dragons in it. So so we'll do a we'll do a um, podcast on those two games next time. And then after that, will be How to Train Your Dragons for the Nintendo <laughs> Wii. Oh, really? They have that. No, I want to be surprised. They have pretty much a licensed <laughs> game for any console. They probably have it like as a VR game. Right, I'd be I'd be surprised if they did. I doubt it. It's not that new. Yeah, right. it's not that popular. Enough well, you know, out of it. I didn't I didn't think that that movie was that big of a hit. But Universal's Epic Epic Universe, the new theme park they're building, is going to have a How to Train Your Dragon 
section at the theme park. So well, yeah, it's a pretty big fran- franchise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have, they're going to have a Nintendo franchise and then Nintendo section there. So in a Harry Potter section, and when they mentioned that they were going to have a how to train your dragon, I was like, Oh, there's that many people that are into that movie. I didn't know that, but I, I'm, I'm a little out of it with some of those movies. So I, it does, if it, you know, maybe, maybe if I grew up at the time that came out uh, as a young kid, maybe I would have totally been into it, but now it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so, but, um, so anyways, those will be our two games that we do on our next episode. Okay. Anything right, else you so, have, Mr. K? Uh, not much. That's it. Okay. Other than stay any sharpable folks. We'll All right. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace. Hey guys, how's it going? I hope you enjoyed the episode. We're on Facebook and Twitter, and if you go on our website with the same name, you can also find us on all the other kinds of stuff you can listen to us to. Anyways, hope you have a wonderful day, folks. Stay destructible, and peace. Peace.